Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast episode 131. This week, the number one reason property developers don't succeed. Let's jump on in. Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast 131 with Hilary Saxon and Bob Anderson, the number one reason property developers don't succeed. Before I start, what a big breath. Happy New Year! Hey! <laughs> happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> we hope you've had a fab Christmas and you'll be ha- listening to us no doubt on holiday. Of course, lying on the beach or wherever. If you are lying on the beach, make sure you've got enough sunblock on. That's my tip. Yeah. While we're on tips, Bob. Oh, tip. Here's a good tip. Yes. Oh, you know who told me this tip? No. A couple of birthdays ago, you hired a particular fisherman who appears on television. Remember that? Yep. And we went out for a fish with him. And uh, one thing he said, he said, big baits catch big fish. Little baits catch little fish and big fish. Think mm. about that. It's a fishing tip for the week. Is that really true, though, Bob? How often do you catch big fish off little baits? That's a good question. I'd like to know the stats on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a big enough sample to uh, run, run some very. You're good just stats running off the you. guy, and he's pretty. I, I, he's I know. Fit. I know what he means. Yeah, me too. I think. It, I think you'll know what he's on about. Remember the time you caught a small fish, not too big, and then you then you thought, oh, I'll let it out and see if a bigger fish eats it. And it did, and you nearly landed that shark. Yeah, no, it's pretty scary. What is, why are sharks so scary? Mm. They just look scary. Well, they're better off when you're in the boat and they're in the water. Yeah, preference, all day. Anyways, well, we do hope you've had a great Christmas and New Year. And wh- whether you're lying on the beach, you're at the gym, you're working off your uh, Christmas pudding, uh. you're sitting down writing your goals for the year, you're waiting for me to put out some sort of goal-setting exercise, which I haven't decided I probably should do, could do well. Uh so, yes, whatever you're doing, we hope you're having a fabulous holiday and this yeah, this reaches you feeling really excited and becoming re-energised because that's what yep. I'm looking forward to doing. Mm, mm. 2024. Yes. What a year. What a year. And why not you? Why not your year? So today we're talking about the number one reason property developers don't succeed. Oof. The number one reason. Yeah, well, it revolves around a few things. It does, really. I, I want to kick off with, though, one. Bob, mm-hmm. if, with, well, actually, before we kick off, I've got to give away the book. Oh, yes. Jacqueline Laidler, my friend. <laughs> this me and the post to you. You'll actually receive it before. Um, Isn't that, how can you do that? Because I'm magic. You, you can go back in time. Yes, by the time you receive this, you'll be going back in time or maybe we recorded it just prior oh, to Christmas. I that. Yes, Bob, that's why. Hmm. And for those who want to get your, your own copy of Three Wines In, shamelessly <laughs> put in the product placement back there, <laughs> you know where to find it. Thanks, Fiora. I said, uh, you just bought yours today. That was really great to see that would have come through. Anyway, Bob, yep. where I started uh, on a few notes initially and then we've got together and made a few more yeah. was I'm not saying – that everyone doesn't succeed because I know that some people have big dreams of doing a lot of property development or they want to transfer over into property developments for for a full-time living. And that is, I think, a lot of our community. They either want to get started, have done one or two, or they want to really step up. 
Mm. I know that sounds like everybody, but that's kind of who we work with. And some have a a bad experience the first time. Some get lucky and have an experience Mm. the first time that's good. Some do one. What do you love? Sometimes people that are really lucky on their first one and, and it's just based purely on luck. Yeah. It can be unlucky on their second one. Exactly. Because they've got nothing solid, no foundation. And they don't know what's next. And that's alluding to education. And so if you are serious about property development, then I would definitely recommend that you speak with us about our at least our online course, at least that. And it, it is definitely a great place to start. Downloadables checklist. But anyway, yep. but when I was writing that, it reminded me of, you know, people in our community that do well, that mm. really make the most of the education, like the kipu straight away, oh, you know. Yeah. yeah, Estione and Adelaide just, you know, dived in, as so have many of our fabulous students. But I often speak to people who are a little bit on the lines of, oh, but it costs X amount of dollars to do it, to get the online course for life. And you think, <laughs> what does a university degree cost? You come out from a what some sort of accounting, commerce, marketing, whatever degree your first year, what do you earn? Seventy thousand, eighty thousand. Oh, if they you're lucky. If you're a, lucky. A lot of, look, a, a lot of postgraduates in their first one or two years, and, and it's true with a lot of degrees, mm. they're in that sort of sixty, seventy-five thousand dollars a year bracket, mm. which you know is okay, I guess. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a start. A, it's a great income, but if if you look at the investment that that to get those degrees, what is that? And I'm, we're not anti. I love both my kids have degrees. Yeah, and, and I went back as an adult student, so I I do love and education. I, sta- I started one for six months, so, so don't leave me out. <laughs> Bob gave it a go. Oh, look, I, I'm not even sure what a degree costs these days, but I think a, it's a like lot of people spend spend many years yeah. paying it off. And you look at the the investment into a property development course that is extensive as extensive as what we offer and within 18 months you can make anything from 200 to a million pretty easily whatever that is you know yeah, whatever, average, what's the average whatever it is yeah. yeah and and that's only out of your first project like yes even a little project it's in the hundreds of thousands you know you yeah. don't you don't make like fifty thousand out of a project yes yeah. it's, it's a six figure plus even a little you know two lot subdivision or whatever it's a six-figure profit so that's decent we're not knocking not knocking degrees not my goodness all. i use people every day you do we hire them yes occasionally we fire them and but, yeah. but they've got degrees architects uh, but many of them engineers. also have done our course as well and become oh, property true, developers actually, yeah. but what the what the sort of crossover it's here is You've got to realise the value of that when you when you're thinking oh i could learn this for free or someone's posting a lot on Facebook, I'll ask them, they know the answer oh, to that one question. Oh. Cynicism here. But you've got to think, what what do you need to know? And you want to know as much as possible. And why would you not invest in yourself? I just to me it's just well, a no brainer. Well look, if if you if you invested six grand or whatever a course is and it made you a minimum of a hundred thousand dollars, why the heck wouldn't you? Why would you take the risk of hoping that you're going to stumble over the line, mm. pick it up on the internet, no chance, or even worse, like get it secondhand from somebody who's doing their first project or even maybe into their second and had a lucky first. Like why would you risk potentially mm. making that much money? Or, and the other side of the coin is not making that much money yeah. and getting in, getting yourself into a spot of bother or even leaving it on the table. 
Mm. I've had people say, we, we've met people who've done one or two projects and then and then they come to us and it's not their first project but, but they say, oh, look, I just know I could have done it better. Mm. I know I've left profit on the table and maybe they should have made 300 and made 150 or 200 because mm. they made mistakes, weren't quite sure what they were doing, you know, things happen. And it's not just... It's not that you lose money, even if you lose profit. I mean, if, if you could have made 50000 more by being really clever and knowing what you're doing, by doing a good cause, why would you not spend five or $6,000? It just, it just astounds me. Mm. And you can't compare courses with courses. That's for sure. Because some courses... It just they just don't have everything in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyway, we will just park Got that it. there because okay. that was the start. The start yeah. was you have to invest in yourself, yeah. and, and you and do. I understand and I do. the value, yeah, of investing in yourself yeah. and investing in something that you can make a lot of money out of mm. if you do it right. The get it right, make a lot of money. Of course, you're going to invest in that. Mm. Okay, we're going to move on to the actual, Good. the nuts and bolts of this one, which is. Mm. The number one reason that they don't move forward, if they haven't done one at all, or if they've done one and haven't moved forward, they, yeah. we're talking you, of no. people, mm. if, if we don't do that, is because we haven't got a plan. Yeah. We need to have a, a property plan. Why are you laughing? I, I just, once again, I keep being amazed. Yep. People that don't really have a plan, they mm. d- just sort of let things happen. Yes. I mean, they've got a bit of a plan. I want to... I want to be a property developer. Well, that's that's a good plan. Um, that end, <laughs> and, and and so they hopefully get themselves a bit educated, and they do a start on their property development. But their plan is almost well, do this property development makes a good money. Well, that's a good plan, but like it's, it should be more than that. Mm. It's just ad hoc. And 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 my question is, well, then what? Mm. Or what are you you know what are you targeting? What you know, what unless, unless maybe you just wanted to do one property development to get a big chunk of money to pay for a very expensive wedding or something. That could be the plan without realising. It could be. Maybe they wanted to do that. It's a funny thing to do. But you know what would happen? What? If they did that and they made, like you said, a good chunk of money to pay for the wedding, mm. that, then they'd think, oh, mm. that this, was good. Th- this works. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Let's do that again. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you repeat it? Yes. So the old, the old story Failing to plan is planning to fail. Yeah. And it's a great one, like a great time of year to think about this. Mm. Like, what is your plan? Why are you lying on the beach out, walking at the gym, doing whatever we talked about? Eating too much ham, chicken and prawns. Yes, all of those. Yes. And Christmas pudding. Oh, yum. <laughs> anyway, on another note. So do you have a future plan? What is your property plan if you're thinking property development or if you're, we're really talking Wealth. It's sort of wealth plan. Yeah, wealth plan. And property, using property development is the vehicle. Yeah, that's what we're talking. Yeah, you could have a wealth plan and property investment is your vehicle. Mm. But it's going to be a slow burn. It's yes. going to be a slow way of getting there. Yes. So it's something more proactive. And you've got to think that where you are right now, no matter what your age, whether you're listening to this at age 17, 18, or whether you're listening to this at age... 79.89 whatever age it doesn't matter but where you are as a direct result financially of all of the actions you have taken mm. or remember that inaction is in fact an action yeah by doing nothing you are choosing to do nothing so use this as your wake-up call to think 
mm, I actually do need to have a, a serious think. Mm. I'm a big fan of the old Kmart journal. Eh? You know me. Go get yourself yep. a $2 Kmart journal and just write it out. Write your thoughts out yeah. or a whiteboard or a big piece of paper, even if it's a brainstorm, mm. to start getting what sometimes floats around in your head while you're driving or yeah. in the shower out of your head so you can take a bird's eye view and go, oh, is that what I think sort of in a big bunch? Yeah, yeah. I, I need you, – you often – say, Bob, go and whiteboard it because you know that I mm. like to get stuff out of my head. And see it. And see it. It could, like you say, it could be on a journal, could be a piece of paper, could be a whiteboard. I love doing it. <laughs> could you not? Straight across the room is a two-metre wide whiteboard, two metres by one metre, and it's got Bob's thoughts on it. Yeah. God help us. Because <laughs> I, I'm not the sort of person who likes to carry a lot of unclosed loops in my head. You know that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh, not good. I need to get it out there. Get it, you know, you're you up on the whiteboard, you're rubbing stuff out, you're moving the, you know, the sequence of things mm. and then when it's back and you step back and you look at it and you say, I can see that happening. It could just be a project. It could be a capital raising that we're going to do, mm. you know, those sorts of things. But even more important is is the plan. This is your life financial plan yeah. using property, in particular property development as your vehicle that's going to drive it. And it really impresses me when I see, we just had another, a young couple join recently. Uh, I want to say the last name because I don't know how they feel about us talking about them yet, but Stefan, his, when they come mm. to, when we get people come to us who have obviously had a plan for a couple of years and they're not yet 30 and they're in a situation, you just and that's really quite good for doing property development, you think, mm. wow, that's so amazing. And that they've just made decisions and they've taken action mm. and thought about it they mm. haven't like you say bumbled across yeah and it's really impressive and yeah. this came up because we had a new mentoring person start this week and they had a huge plan that started years ago mm. to get themselves into this position here to do a development that makes it a, you know, they've got, they've got the, the funds behind them. But there was a massive strategy around that yeah. from a few, many, how many years ago would we say? Oh, About maybe five or ten? Yeah, at least. Yeah. At Good, least, yeah. More than that. So they're, they're now at a point where they're planning their property development, the next phase of their investment life, their yep. property development life. And they'd looked at it like that initially, hadn't <clears> they? It yeah. was like that. With, there's this phase and then this phase, mm. which is. So we spent time looking at their plan, going through it and talking about it, the property development plan. But as we said, to get to that point is is the result of a couple of plans that they've had over the years yeah. to get to that point. So it didn't just And you don't have to come at, at that point because they wanted to have there was yeah. there were you know why it was, Bob? They mm. had different priorities. Mm. The priorities that they had to tick off first were different. Yeah. yeah. And so the once that there was a there was a, a life priority thing going on. But it was interesting. Yeah. But let's talk about why people do or don't or what influences the plan that you may or may not have. If you don't have one or if you do, is heavily influenced by parents. Yeah, definitely. Heavily. Heavily, yeah. yeah. And that's both negative and positive. Mm -hmm. I've seen some great examples. I had uh, many years ago, I had somebody in the mentoring program, the youngest person of ever accepted into the mentoring program she was she was 18 mm -hmm. and my god was she switched on oh, i never met an 18 year old that was that switched on to property mm. but it was because of her parents in fact i wouldn't have accepted her into the mentoring program if not for her parents mm -hmm. but her parents were real go-getters in the property realm mm -hmm. and they she'd been brought up on property mm. 
uh, you know, hearing about it, understanding yeah. it. By the time she was 18, she was probably where a lot of people are at 30 or 40, and I had no hesitation. Mm. And she did have the, I have to say, she didn't just have the encouraging support from her parents. Mm. They were prepared to in, invest with her as well, you know, yeah. which was a huge help. Not everybody falls into that category, not, not everybody who has parents, but that's like on the almost on one extreme side of having parents who've really helped in the property side. Mm. But then you can have parents who never owned a property. But it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be around uh, property development that no, your parents can support you. Development. Oh, my father spent his entire life chanting in my ear that and bless him, he's no longer here, only just, but he said, You spend your life owing the bank money. If you not if you don't owe the bank money, you're not going anywhere. And that's what he pushed into our ears. You mm. keep going, you keep borrowing money, you keep you yeah. use as you leverage as much of the bank's money as possible. And yet I had a girlfriend growing up whose parents were the opposite. Mm. They said to her daughter, you know, you don't want to buy a house, you don't want that sort of um, mortgage around your neck. Oh, my gosh. That's a money yeah. mindset thing that you pass on mm. and you we are responsible for teaching our people that. We are. And, you, and what your dad was talking about is is property. Oh, yes. When he was talking about owing the bank money. Yeah, he was don't, a farmer. He was buying more more and more farms. That's don't what owe he the was bank doing. money because he's buying next year's car. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh, No. No, not mm. my father. It, it's yeah, the difference. Different types of debt: good debt, bad debt. Oh yeah, absolute good. All good debt. Always mm. buying the and next he was, farm. And he, was, he was right. Yeah, definitely. So there is the positive and negative that can come from your family, and yeah. if you don't have the positive, then you need to go out and research and find out about it yourself. The next one, Bob, is where we can get that information from to understand how to create our property plan, and that can influence influence us quite heavily as accountants. Accountants. Now, you've got to be careful with accountants. I know. I, I know some great accountants, as you do. Yeah. And I would I only use them for what they're experts on. Structuring, for instance. We've got some special accountants that are great at setting up tax effective structures. Mm-hmm. Great. I'll use them for that. Accountants are historians. Yeah. They look backwards. They look at last year's figures and they'll do your tax return. They'll have a look at a structure. But be very careful. I, I would never take financial advice in terms of what my future intentions are f- from an accountant. And I think a lot of that comes from people not wanting to be responsible for something that may go wrong. You know, they would probably do it themselves but not necessarily tell you to. Some parents are like that. Mm. I used to sell real estate 100 years ago. Mm. And we used to, like, if I had a young couple come in and they were keen about a house and they said, I just want to get mum and dad to have a look, I just put a line through it on you because mum and dad, not all, but a lot of mum, mums and dads, and, and professionals can be like this. If you say no and they don't do something, they can never come back at you. Mm. But if you say yes or do this and it doesn't quite work out, they, they can come back. And I think that's a, that's the conservative that's the lack mindset. Yeah, that that actually works well in some professions mm, for safety, a safety net. Well, the other one which I've got on my list uh, is um, financial planners. Yep, they will often poo-poo, poo-hoo um, property development because, well, one, they love to 
diversify again save right. their butt and the second thing is when you do other sort of investing not property development investing they get a kickback dare we say yes. it, but it's so, true so very not, often not all we're not having a shot at financial planners there's, no. there's definitely a place for them but as you say some are, are driven off commissions of products i've worked for one once so yeah. I, I know what goes on yeah so if if they're driven if it's fee for service where they don't get commissions, they don't get kickbacks off products, that's then, then that's better. good. Yeah. Uh, but also the the general attitude is uh, diversification, and I understand that. But if you are an expert in one area, that's where you need to be. Like mm. I consider myself a, an expert in the property arena. Oh, do you now, Bob? <laughs> that's been said from time to time. So... <laughs> I wouldn't get any value going to a financial planner who wanted to spread me everywhere, you know, 20%, probably 20% Australian shares, 20% OS, you know, um, Mm. this, that and everything else uh, because 80% of my investments would be in areas that I don't really understand a lot about, whereas because I understand a lot about property, I know how to make serious money out of property and have a record for doing it. So, So I would want... A majority of my investment to be in property and there's not many professionals who give general advice like that mm. who, who would go down that track um, because there's always the the other side to it but but to me that's what if I was a, a share broker for instance I'd probably want most of my money in and shares yes. because that's where my expertise is yeah and so you've got to be a, a bit careful who you take advice from yes a define expert Expert. Define expert always. Well, just be careful of your if you, expert. If you're on social media, it, it's very hard to uh, to know who an expert is. Oh yeah. You certainly don't rely on social media for finding experts or deciding if somebody is an expert. Not to say there aren't experts on social media. No. But yeah, what is an expert? Yes, that's a good point. That's a subject in itself. So what we're saying is, you really need to create that plan of how you can get started. How long a plan? What are you thinking? Well, when you and I threw around uh, the the one year, the three year, the five year, and you could go as far as you wanted. Oh, yeah. But for some people, if you're not used to that sort of thing, even starting at a five year I think is a really, just as a bird's eye view and give yourself so a goal. how do you get to that fifth year plan? Yeah. Because yeah. I'd go a two-year and a five. Yeah. Because the two would lead on to the five. Yeah. It might be a bit much for some people to be thinking ten, but by the time you're getting on your way to the five, you're probably thinking more about the ten. Well, you always talk about our two-year, like what mm-hmm. our two-year next plan. I have a 50-year like, plan. I haven't told you about it. <laughs> no, keen to know more. I'll be 100. <laughs> Something. My math's not real good. So, um, yeah, but. But typically, like, what, what do I say to you? Because you can be in and out of a project in two yep. or you can be halfway through a good project in two. Well, I want to step back before we get to there okay. because we've gone a little bit of the head of what I'm... All right. Okay, so as I wrote the, the notes for this and we sort of had a look at it, mm. I think of specific people in our community, as okay. in demographics, ages, and mm. et cetera, and we've had quite a lot of young guys in so, recent, in the last, and, what, yeah, 12 months, six months? Six months. Yeah. Quite a few young guys. What's young? Like me? Or? No, I'm, I'm saying sort of 25 to 35. Okay, yeah, that is, is a we, younger yeah, demographic younger than, than, than what we normally have. Yeah, we, and we've had 
a disproportionate amount really, which leads me to think that there's quite a few younger people who are keen to make a bit of money and whether it was COVID that did that or whatever it was, I don't know. Mm. But they are quite savvy anyway. They already yeah. have a few of some funds behind them, which is exciting to see. Yeah. And I wanted to go back to the people that want to do this and don't know how and it took me to, mm-hmm. we spoke about it on our morning balcony coffee this morning. We sit out the back and stare out over the glasshouse mountain. It's beautiful. But we were talking about the Greg, uh, no, the Tim Gurner conversation. Uh, and you may have, right. yeah, so I looked it up to find out a bit more. And it had a bit of negative press because it was poking the From finger. Whom? Well, quite a few people really. When you really, say negative press, yeah, anyway. Okay, there were two things. He yeah. actually said the second comment was so, the one he made about. Um, what, what did he say? Okay, the first one was about the avocado on toast um, demographic, demographic, whatever that yeah. is. He was poking the, poking a stick at a, a certain age group, but I think this fits with every age group. I don't mm. think it has to be for one mm. age group. If you want something, you have to either give something up or do more. You actually have to give something up. If you don't have money, you have to give up money, give up something to start saving it. Mm. And he was he was alluding to the fact that people go out for breakfast and brunches and and they buy avocado on toast, which you can make at home for what three dollars or something, yeah, four dollars, yeah, whatever yeah. that is. And you can have a coffee, but you can also go out and pay $21 and another $6 for a coffee, and that costs $28. So by the time you do that a number of times and there's two of you, then how much money are you spending on something that you could have as a picnic with the same people? Let's say you don't have to do it at home, and maybe it's on bread, not toast, or whatever. <laughs> You've got to pay, take your toaster with you. Sourdough. You Sourdough bread's pretty cheap. Yeah, exactly. But you know what I mean. Yeah. You, there, there are – cost-saving measures that people take and then... They have to live like a month, though. No, but what we're saying is, yes, it is that that balance around if you want something and it's worth having, it Mm. does take... It takes effort. It takes saving effort. And both... Sacrifice. I've got my nails done on Saturday and the girl said that she was looking for a second job because she wanted to save more money. And I mm. thought, good on you, because both you and I have done that. We've yeah. had we've had one job and then had another job to save extra money. And When we were young, yeah. Yeah, when we were we, younger. We both, sometimes you and I both. Oh, no, now, Bob. <laughs> three jobs. Yeah, I stack shelves and drive Ubers, actually. Oh, good on you. Uh, but Nothing we, wrong with that. You and I both did that in no, our younger okay. days. Yeah. Yeah, and – and we just wonder if, if you really want property development enough, what are you prepared to do to get started? And it, and so then when we looked at that, we looked at other people uh, in our communities who in our community who, you know, sometimes you see a few that that have that saving time and get together with your mates and do something. Yeah. Like a joint venture of friends. Yeah. Partnership of friends. Yeah, as long exactly. as you're all on the same page. Yeah. And so now we can go back to your two and five years. So I really wanted to cover that off. Mm. How much do you waste on unnecessary Mm. that could go toward a way better future? Because that small cost now is actually a big cost. Yeah. In the in the big picture. We're not just talking about avocado on toast. No, of course not. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do like the whole right now? The whole need for false eyelashes. You know that's massive. You know they're like fifty dollars a week or something ridiculous like that. You were telling me that. Yeah. And you might say, oh, I get my nails done. Yes, but I've already got my property portfolio and I had the second job. So there, there comes a time that, that that I don't have to worry about that anymore or not worry about it. But, mm. yeah, it's it's a different ball game, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yes. So yeah. you go. Yeah. I, yes. Well, you're right. You've earned, earned the hard yards, you know. Yeah. Like I, I had three jobs to get my – save up for my first property. Yep. You, you got yours very young, 18. You know, you didn't get that boy. I actually had three jobs. I said two of the same. Yeah, yeah. Washed dishes on a Friday night at a restaurant, mm. did bar work illegally because I was underage on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon and worked full time. Serving at a bar underage. Yeah, small country towns. Yeah, serving all your friends who were underage probably. No, no, it was only in the afternoons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, that's yeah. – and plenty of people today do that too. Yes, for sure. So Not all self-entitled. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Or maybe you already have a couple of properties and yeah. we've spoken about this a few podcasts ago and we'll probably revisit it again, but you're hamstrung and that happens to a yeah. lot of younger people and we've got some young people pretty close to us really and they are looking at selling now because their tenants are about to move out. They've yep. got two properties. They're both under 30, which is fantastic. If they sell, pull the money out and actually use it in investing in property developments with that are safe yep. through us. <laughs> so, like, as an investor. Yeah. Yeah. And because the, the gains will be faster mm. because currently where they've got to, it's not going to grow fast enough. It's, it's had that growth and now it's going to be a slow hit. So they're like, pull it out, move on to a, a way, a faster way, which is a plan. Mm. Mm. And that's a great plan. Yep. So back to the two and five year, Bob. I hijacked you before. No, that's okay. So I, I say two year initially because you could be in and out in a project or two years, or yep. even if you take a while to get started on your first project, could be halfway through. Mm -hmm. So you know, you know what's going on there. Five year. It's often when people start to hold some of the property they develop. So they could be into their third project by then, started their third project by then, and we know that. A long-term goal as property developers should be to hold some of our properties mm. that we get at raw cost. You know, be, it's a huge advantage for a property developer to accumulate property when you get it at cost, not like retail price, like everybody else. You know, the difference between paying retail and getting it at a cost about 20% because retail buyers have to pay legals and stamp duty and everything when they buy it. Mm. Developers don't. So that's a huge thing. But often, as we know, when people start off, uh, doing property development, they, they're really doing it to make money. First of all, they might have left their day job on the way through or whatever, but also to build up more capital for doing more projects. So, you know, it might often be the third one that they start to keep one, one thing, maybe one townhouse. Mm. And that's, and that's going to be the beginning. So that's the five-year plan. Two years could be getting in or mostly through your first project or halfway through. Five-year plan now I'm in my second, third probably, and I'm, I want to start to accumulate. And that can be quite rapid. Mm. So the difference between the five and the ten year can be quite staggering. That's the, the acceleration really, yeah, isn't it? If, yeah, if, if you think of a ne you know, an exponential graph that goes along and then it sort of ramps up, you know. Yeah. That's how it goes because prop well, property values are compound mm. and you can you know, ramp up. You can ramp up a lot once you've reached that point. So you've, you've talked about people that are good to go and ready. So they're, and I alluded to the people that weren't, that want, you know, the dreamers yeah. who mm. um, are, I don't know, waiting for something. So we've talked about how you've got to find a way, which yeah. is like start saving or get, get, get educated, get smart and, and get people around you, get joint venture partners and get started with joint venture partners. So a little pro look, it, 
it could be something as simple as a two-lot subdivision, which is about as small as you can go, mm. and maybe you build a house in one of them, maybe you don't. And, but, like, even if you got four people together to do a two-lot subdivision, you're not going to make a lot of money But you will make some money. You'll make some money, but you'll learn so much, but you'll also gain confidence. Mm. Like, everything about it is positive. If... You know, just to get going. The, the thing is, make a start. Mm. Like your first deal's not your last one. No. Your first deal's making a start. And, you know, you can never finish anything that you haven't started. So Ooh. make a start. Bob, did you just come up with that yourself? Have you no, heard I've it before? I've used it before. I've never heard it. You can yep. never finish anything, finish anything that you haven't you ever, started. You ever finished a roast that you didn't start? No. No. Race or roast? Did well, you say? Well, roast. Have you ever eaten a roast you haven't started? No. no. So, but it's true. You can't finish anything you haven't started. But just that first thing, like like you might be really short at capital, and you don't, you know, your confidence is low. Everything's low. And even if it means more than one person, like mm. like four, you could have some friends. Two, three friends want to get a start. Yeah. It's just a start on property, a little project, four of you in there, not much money involved. Get get a, get an extra job for a while, do something, you know, just to get a little bit of money. And and you come out of that with confidence, you make make a few bucks. And it's what it's not the first one, it's what's the next one and the one after. Mm. I just want to plug in there, and I talk to quite a few people who can be in this position. Just know that it is possible for you. And you think of the things that we say on here. There are people around there around that are the same as you. There's friends that you know that you don't really know how to ask yet. Or this is possible. Mm. This is possible for you. Mm. And this is a way that you can do it. Yeah. 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 We we all had to start somewhere. Mm. I mean, I'm way north of 1.3 billion uh, in project value now but but i i started off on with, a, with, with on, the first one <laughs> I, I started off with the first one I, mm. you know if i hadn't done my first one i don't know what, what would i be doing i don't know i've got no idea mm. uh, so it's just so important to get that that first one and remember i i got help on my first one my, my help was the landowner i did a, a vendor finance what we call a vendor finance deal with the landowner mm. you know um but you're just getting together with the right amount of people if you don't have enough to get started yeah. is an opportunity for those that are in that space. Yeah. But if you do, it doesn't, what we really are saying is create a plan, decide that this is for you. The and if you've been important. thinking about it, you've got to start acting on it. Yeah, not just ad hoc. Give yourself a plan and be prepared to make adjustments along the way. Yep. Because sometimes your plan will, by the time, you get to, you know, you're looking at the plan. You might be in year three. You're looking at your five-year plan. And you might think, you know what, I'm going to hit that in the fourth year. Mm. I need to ramp up my fifth-year plan. Or if it needs readjusting down a little bit, I'd still leave it alone mm. and still shoot for it. But, like, don't get disappointed if you don't quite make it. At least you because have a plan. <laughs> you will still be somewhere good. Mm. Yes, because otherwise all those things that I say, you'll end up being a passenger in your own life, being part of somebody else's plan, not your own. And I, I, yeah, exactly. your brain is a heat-seeking missile. Whatever you choose it to go toward, it will go toward. Yeah. If you decide on property development, you think about it, you start planning toward it, that is where you'll head because you will, you'll just become lucky in that area. Yeah. You don't want to be on the sidelines watching the team out there playing. No. 
you know. If you've ever been in a sport and you maybe had an injury and you've been on the sideline, everyone's out there playing, enjoying it, getting the glory, winning or losing. But you don't want life to be like that. You don't want to lead life Mm. from the sidelines. No. Watching other people do what you could do or what you dream or what you wanted to do. Oh, you know what that means? You'll end up failing the rocking chair test. Oh, it's working towards it, oh. but you've already picked it up. Mm. Wow. You don't want to be that person, that person on the porch, on the rocking chair, in the you know the back 20% of your life or whatever it is, thinking about all the what, what could I or what should I or if only I had. Or, mm. You never want to have those words in your head. No. So I think we can wrap this one up, Bob. And planning helps. It's all about the number one reason property developers don't succeed is they don't have a plan. Mm. And then once they decide to get a plan, they've got to take action. But it's what I say. Mm. It's CBA, clarity, decide what you want. Yeah. B, belief, yeah. believe that believe it's, it's possible, possible for you. And A, take action. Mm. So to all you amazing people out there who have been thinking about property development, go create yourself a plan. And 2024 is the year. So, yes, maybe 2024 will be your year. Not even maybe. You choose no, right now. Make the decision to, yeah. to have 2024 as your year. The market's year. solid. Yep. We're in. Get into it. <laughs> we're we're in, in it. We haven't been out of it. No, we're <laughs> in. All right, everybody. Fabulous. Thanks for joining us for the first episode for 2024. And you might be listening to this at a later date, but that's where we that's when we recorded it for. And we all look forward to catching up with you next week. So happy holidays. Bye. Bye now.